Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. Our guest today is Erica Stillman, who specializes in helping women and men get unstuck from emotional blockages during transitional phases. Do not go anywhere. We've got a great episode lined up for you. Signal Fire. I am your host, Rob Renz, Marine Corps veteran, entrepreneur, local small business owner, joined by my two best dudes in the whole entire world, Evan the Muscle Hamster Anderson, who took a very long, long break. Hiatus. Hiatus. It's good to see you, you, buddy. buddy? It's good to see you. Good. We missed you. Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah? Yeah. What do you have going on in your life right now? The internship is is dominating my existence right now. So But really all you're doing is cold calling business. All I do is, yeah, and and I love it, right? Like, I love this part of the job. It's my favorite. You're so good at it. You're so set up for it. That's all I want to do. Who could say no to this face? That's all I want to do. Nobody. Well, that's that's why we have increased our capabilities with the full YouTube channel and small little social media bits, so that way more people can know Evan the way that we know Evan, Matt. And just see that sweet little muscly face. And the bulbous Square jaw. the bulbous body. It's so bulbous. <laughs> I don't think bulbous is a is a compliment. It's not like a complimentary adjective. He does say it about you a lot. Bulbous. Though. No, it I is. Bulbous. No, bulbous was the lady in great clips yesterday, Matthew. Yeah. Matt Matt has a well, story. Well, she had she had a very bulbous personality. She was a very <laughs> mean lady. Matt, you have two stories from yesterday that I hope that we can get to today. Okay. The jalapeno, okay. the red the red hot chili red. peppers that Dude, were I am in not your eyes you. and your ears, but also the the lady at Great Clips, which I think is going to be a nice little segue to intro our, our guest. We need to get her hooked up with Erica. Everybody, by the way, this is Matt Mylon. He's the third leg of the of the Signal Fire tripod. Hey, everybody. Hi, Matt. It's nice to see you. Tell us what happened at Great Clips yesterday. So I, I get my hair cut every like two weeks or so, and I'm in there getting a cut with the dude Jarvis who always cuts it. And as he's cutting my hair, there's a mom in there with her two sons that were, one was probably four and one was like six. They're just off the charts, like bouncing all over the place, grabbing product off the shelf, dropping it. And the mom's being somewhat violent, like doing the whole grab thing. Like I will take you outside and beat you. And she was saying it loud. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, Oh, well fine. The kids keep bouncing off the walls. And Jarvis goes over and says, excuse me, I need you to sit over there telling one of the kids. Cause he almost like, broke this glass shelf <clears throat> mom comes off the chart at him saying you don't talk to my kid like that then she starts like she grabs like the this little display sign off the counter and like like hits it with her hand and it goes flying across the floor and then he's telling her to leave my stylist and she's cussing up a storm like in front of her kids and then finally as he he like is trying to walk her to the front door without touching her and he's like pointing at the door she like full-on slaps his hand mm. she hit him twice she like slapped his hand and did something else and i just immediately got up and i'm like you need to go and she's like not gonna go i'm like no you need to go and then i just grabbed her wrist did a revert reverse wrist lock and just walked walked her out you went full cop full i did full officer my yeah. lot hey yeah. what uh what would you have uh cited her for if you were still carrying a badge what would be the would that okay be so she's just, well it would be battery because okay. she made contact battery, with him yeah. um vandalism because when she knocked the signs off the mm-hmm. counter um, and then refusal to leave a place of business by the business operator, that's trespassing. So, I mean, alone you had simple battery, vandalism, trespassing. And if you really wanted to work the California penal code, we had, I think it was 415 subsection C, which is 
using insightful words to cause violence. That sounds very California. That's very mm. Californian. Your words hurt me. Now you're going. Well, to it's jail. like it's like the caveat I think they had in the penal code for like when people use like racial slurs because you know how yeah. a racial slur will have much more of a poignant effect on somebody than calling you a you know yeah. an asshole yeah. or something. Yeah. So, anyways, that happened, and then uh, we made some chicken chili last night, and I cut one of my. Freshly save, picked. The, save the chili pepper story <laughs> for okay. later. I just want to focus on yeah, the angry lady at, at Great Clips, right? Right. Shout yep. out to Jarvis for keeping his cool during all of that, right? Dude, the poor guy, man. The poor guy, his hands were shaking so bad after this whole thing went down because he still had to finish. And he, the hands were just bouncing all over the side of my head. I was like, oh, Jarvis. Yeah, your fade, your fade's you looking bro. a little that's why you high look, on the That's why you look like a proud boy right. today. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me that. It's embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. We should probably introduce our guests. Usually it takes us like five to seven minutes. Well, of, we introduced her. We just haven't brought her into the combo. That's, we should let her use her own voice. What do you think? What do you make of that story of the lady at Great Cliffs? <clears throat> um, she just caused trauma to her own children. Yeah? Probably scarred them for their lives, and they'll have something else that they'd probably need to discuss later. Do you suppose that that is rooted in some of her own traumatic experiences? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. I could I could have made some guesstimations about this lady's past. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just say her boys look like they came from two very different males. Oh, really? Yeah. Two, so she said that she had two boys? Yeah. Okay. This is why I love being a girl dad, because mine don't do that. Yeah, but I didn't do that as a kid either. It was because, you know, my, I, my parents had an you iron know what, fist. You know what they say, you know, in like a lamb, out like a lion. So if you don't deal with it now, you got to deal with it when you they're teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, and I'll be honest. I know it. Coming from my own perspective, I was very sassy. Yeah. So girls... They'll bite back. Oh, I know. I know. You should meet my daughters. They uh, they hurt me. Every They're biters. <laughs> They're biters. But Olivia. Oh, yeah. Not, they don't one. physically bite. Oh, no. No? No. But they're biters. I got to tell you a story. I'll tell you a story off the air. Because Maddie will watch. No, I'll just tell it now. You, know, you remember that video I took of you and Madeline? You kept taking her pacifier. Mm -hmm. She wants to watch that every day now. <laughs> She's like, Evan pacifier? I'm her favorite. Evan Bippo? This is what she calls it. She calls oh. it her Bippo. Yeah. So we sit there and we watch Evan take away Madeline's pacifier for a good 30 minutes I'm on, her on Sunday. She does love you. She does love you. Well, so Erica, tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Um, well, I have a very prestigious background in a lot of things. Okay. I kind of am a jack of all trades. Um, I went to art school back in Wisconsin, and then I decided I wanted oh, yeah. to pick up and leave. Yes. We're huge. We're huge in Wisconsin. Are you? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> big time. Um, yeah, I lived there for most of my life, and I've been here about eight years. Um, so I transitioned really into nursing. Okay. When I moved here, and I was in the cardiovascular ICU for four years, and that was a very emotional, stressful, and exhilarating time. Had a lot of ups and downs. Um, and I really enjoyed helping people in that aspect anyways. From there, I decided um, I got kind of tired of doing aftercare after people would have to go through surgery. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned more into fitness so I could explain preventive care um, and get people on an early set track to get healthy with their lives beforehand instead of having to come get surgery later because your arteries are clogged or whatever else is going on. And from there, I really realized that I loved fitness. It's a huge part of my background, even in childhood. Um, but I realized I was more of a, like a cheerleader or a hype woman for people to understand it's more about your mindset and to explain, you know, 
every little thing comes from every thought in your mind, in your mind and your soul. And you got to make your mind a better place to be in than being negative. So you can do literally anything from the first thought that you do when you wake up in the morning. So that's where I really transitioned into my life coaching. And um, I really love to just help people in general. I think I've been a natural born healer and a light for a lot of people. And that's just where I navigate my gifts. Would you consider yourself to be a hippie? Um, well, I went to art school and people thought that back then. I think I've gone through a lot of different phases. She doesn't smell like a hippie. She's pretty clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay. You can I consider always, myself to be a hippie. You can always tell by the I, feet. I feel like <laughs> yeah, I actually have a story about that, actually. Um, I used kinda, to only go to... stock, so she's not full right, on hippie. Now, um, I think it was like early college. I would show up to like every concert ever not wearing shoes. And I actually had like someone come and do a video and an article on me about why I was not wearing shoes at these concerts. Really? Because they were going around like checking out the different footwear people would wear. And they're like, why are you not wearing shoes? And I was like, because I'm grounding. I'm like, who needs <laughs> shoes? Like, Foot you're just being in the, the earth. Man, yeah. Pine. Oh, that's great. Um, what were the concerts? Oh, I don't even remember. Back then, it was probably yes, like all summer do. fest. Yes, D&B. widespread. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing few widespread back did then. Did you go to widespread here? In I did, but I watched it by boat, so it yeah. was a way so better experience. I'm actually glad that you did that because we had talked about doing it. Because Matt has a boat, I have a boat. My boat's on a wet slip and on a lift. Matt mm. has to put his in at the public boat ramp. No hard feelings. From that at all whatsoever about nope, that. I'm but, fine. So the Coast Guard didn't come and shoo you away? Like no. They, they're totally cool. They with didn't care the river literally at all. They were like, you know, they just kind of smiled and waved at everybody. And yeah. it was probably, we stayed out there. Um, I think we were probably one of the last boats. And they're like, hey, you just got to like get out of this area because otherwise you're going to get ashed up by all the fireworks we're about to oh, pull off. Oh, that's killer. So they're like, just go to the other side of like over there by the water and you'll be fine. They we're like, cool. Matt, hmm. can we do that for 311? In your boat. I'm going to blow off my... No. I don't, I don't want firework <laughs> no, let's run, a, let's run like a Carolina skiff or something. I'm not putting my boat in the river. Buddy, it's your parents' Why? 50th. I, there's so much trash in the river. There's a lot of there's debris yeah, in the river. It's true. I don't want to damage my hull. Really big, nasty catfish. Boat, boat problems. Sure. Boat problems. There's gators there, too. There's gators? Yeah. The well, river. see, I'll go after some gators. I don't <laughs> care about that. That would be fun. That would be fun. So so the, the show, Widespread's... Panic show was cool by boat. Yeah, yeah, I, I and really nobody messed it. with you. No, not at all. Okay. It was a great experience. What uh, What did the news article on you being sh- the shoeless girl at music festivals like? Was it complimentary of you? Was it like a hit piece? Yeah, they were just kind of like, "Wow, that was probably the most exotic thing." You know, people wear flip flops or people wear cowboy boots, but this girl, she's just not wearing. She's shoes. She's not afraid to step in people's pee. <laughs> True. Some of those festivals, man, the ground gets pretty. I, I would yeah, never, it does. But like, never pay for. I don't really have life. a lot of cares. Yeah, I had a lot of worries, and I'm not a person to really get upset by emotional things. So okay. I'm like, eh. You live and you learn. Well, you meant you, you mentioned uh, that a part of your journey was about being preventative, mm-hmm. right? And so you were. Well, back then I wasn't focused on that. But, but true, yeah, you were doing it. Yeah, you were picking up all the. All the bacteria. Yeah. Uh, Well, I had my way of experience through all of that when I was in the hospital because you're exposed to so much different disease and super bugs and all the things. So you really build up an immune system. This is why Evan never gets sick. Yeah. I eat off the ground. Eat off the ground. (laughs) Eat dirt. You exercise. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan to talk about this today, but I think it's probably interesting, especially because it fits right in with your profession. 
But um, but everybody's really worried about getting sick and hoping that they can go somewhere to get a pill or a shot that's going to make them feel all better when there's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do yes. leading up to that. Literally. Literally, please. One, eat healthier. Okay. Um, Matthew. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Matt likes Dorit- <laughs> Matt likes Doritos. Rob is really good at hey. shots fired. <laughs> Honestly, I like Doritos. I don't eat them. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we well, with my background in fitness and health, I mean, they explain if you eat by color, it's better for your organs. And each item usually ha- looks like your organs if you eat that kind of vegetable. What does that mean? Like, for instance, none of my organs gr- are green. Yeah, none no, of my organs are green. No, but the way that the actual vegetable looks like kind of looks like a part of the organs. So, like, broccoli looks like different parts of your heart. I mean, everything kind of has a link to a different chapter. So, if you're just eating a lot of vegetables in general, it's obviously healthy for you. What about eggplant? Eggplant is good. Okay. Um, again, I also people have different diets, right? So, some people like to be vegan, some people don't. Some people are you just, vegan? No. I love food, all types of food. It doesn't matter. Um, I love protein. Just the healthy mix of everything. Yeah. And, I mean, you guys gave me a donut this morning, and I happily ate that donut. So it's not like I don't judge, but I've also had to help people with their emotional battles with eating because that is a big problem in today's society of what you can't eat, what you shouldn't, and people spend more time worrying about what they're putting if they're eating, if they shouldn't eat it, and it becomes more of a disorder to even enjoy food. We were we were just talking about that last night with uh, MSGs. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. How at the end of the day, what does MSG really do to like destroy your body? Yeah, and people. People. It's such a mental mm-hmm. block for so many people that they think MSG is giving like them headaches or giving them you know whatever. But it's just a flavor enhancer. It's just a glutamic acid that in, you know improves the flavor of food. But they they heard something one time or they read something one time that it gives them. Headaches or lethargy. It a psychosomatic thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Jenna Absolutely. swears by it, man. Jenna swears by it. She'll, by MSG, we'll, me too. Well, no. no, <laughs> no she gets a headache. She gets a headache if if we eat Panda cheap, Express. cheap Chinese food <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's always it's always cheap Chinese food with Jenna. And she'd be like, I got a gnarly headache. It must be the MSG. So yeah. you guys found very, that out. Very psychosomatic, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, so eat healthy, number one, preventative. Um, and I'm gonna, I think we need, yeah. I need, I'm going to need a visual aid for this food that looks like my organ. <laughs> I, I, I can see when she I, said I'll broccoli, I pictured like alveoli in yeah. your lungs, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm yeah, lost. that's all I got. That's yeah. Good one. Cauliflower or broccoli might look like pieces of my lungs. I don't know what else. I, or I, you could put all my organs on a table and I wouldn't be able to tell you. My liver, I'm sure, looks like a liver. <laughs> like if <laughs> Is I it healthy a, though? If I ate a chicken liver, then it would look like uh, my liver. I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> out, on, out on eating any liver. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, so eat healthy. What else? What are other good preventative measures? Exercise. Okay. Obviously. What kind of exercise? I mean, you can do anything. Dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like CrossFit. Yoga. I'm going to pray that all day. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul. It's probably the most helpful for flexibility, stress. I mean, it, there's just countless things. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to weight lift, running. I mean, there's just endless ways of exercise. Just going for a walk. I mean, that's where I really start with a lot of people, especially if you're new in fitness or just trying to be a better human for yourself. Um, Just a few walks a day. Like, just go out, get some sun, vitamin D, using natural healing powers, going outside, going to the ocean. Why? We all live here at the beach. Like, being close to the ocean, just spending some time in nature. Mm -hmm. 
Do the things that are good for you. So um, if you have somebody that comes to you that's a client, mm -hmm. those are the two places you're starting? Like, let's look at your diet and let's look at your fitness level? Yeah. And okay. Well, also, I ask them, what does your day look like? On an average, like, how do you start your day? What are the things you're thinking about? Who are the people you surround you with? What is your work-like day? Mm -hmm. Like, you just got to... I pay attention to all of it to see. And the longer I spend time with people, the more I get to, like, see how their brains are working. Right. And most people love... I mean, let's be real. Everybody kind of loves to talk about themselves. Yes. That's why we have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So it's when not, I listen to someone. It's not hard to ask guests to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah. do you want to come talk about yourself for 45 minutes to an hour? Exactly. Because people are like, you know, you just love to parade. Yeah. So when I listen to people, I really listen to the roots. Like they're telling me one thing and they don't even realize it's like connected to like seven other things that they've said that are probably blocking them or stopping them or. Hold, hold that thought because yeah. I'm going to talk about those seven other things, okay. the, the, the roots. we got to take a real quick break. But first, before we go, Matt, Evan, did you guys know that Wilmington, North Carolina was the number one place in the entire United States for population growth during 2020? I'd read that, yeah. I, some people have posited that the population growth can be, the timing of it when it began, can be directly correlated for when Signal Fire Radio first went on the air. That makes sense. I, it does to me, too. No. I feel like more people are moving to Wilmington, North Carolina because they hear our show and they're like, I got to get close to that. Right. Yeah. Am I, <clears throat> am I off base? No. No? No, you're totally right. And right. we single handedly grew it. And funny how where we're all from on the West Coast is where everybody's getting the hell out of, too. Well, so. if we're responsible for single handedly increasing the population. So if you're one of the thousands of listeners that listens from all over the world and you're thinking I need to move to Wilmington, North Carolina. You're welcome. We, you're welcome. <laughs> For starters, let us know because we'll certainly buy you a beer. But also, before you make a home purchase, you need to talk to the sponsor of Signal Fire Radio, our good buddy Garrett Huffman, the musical mortgage man, NMLS number 1778213, but number one in our hearts. Get in touch with him. It's Garrett Huffman at LoanDepot.com. We're going to take a real quick break. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Signal Fire Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We have a fantastic conversation going with a fantastic guest, Erica Stillman, professional life coach. Is that what you... Yes. Yeah? Holistic. Uh, holistic. Professional holistic life coach. I dig that. that yeah, Evan, that perked you up right yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's um, when she's, she was talking about some things that sort of got me excited before we took a break. Um, you know, obviously, like, the roots of problems are a big, a big deal, and you just through your self-development and become aware of those things, like maybe the roots of some of the things that you've dealt with. Mm -hmm. But how do you help your clients like not get upset with emotional things? How do you help to coach and develop that in people? That is a great question. Um, based on each person's specific situation, I love to go through shadow work with people Ooh, which, what's that? Yeah. 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 It's um go deep. It's hard. Does I'll it be honest. Drugs? I mean, I can if that's what's in their path. <laughs> so most people um, learn things. We learn a lot of the things that we do between age zero as a newborn to seven. So we are based off of your parents, what they do, what they do psychologically to you, people that are around you. You're basically just a giant little mirror image and you're mimicking everything that you learn and see around you. Oof. So shadow work is usually something that you have learned 
rooted in your body, rooted in your brain, and you've put it so far down in a box inside of your mind and suppressed it down so far that you don't even know that it's there. But it affects you every single day. It affects your character. It affects who you're around. It stimulates the triggers that come off from other people. So something that you don't even realize in your adult life, you could get really upset about, and you don't even know why. Why is that thing like a trigger for you? So I really go in deep with the shadow work and help people try to break out that box. So it's hard and it's tough. And you basically relive that pain. But as soon as you go through that transition, it's like it's gone. It's broke free. It's no longer like tying you down like a box to the water. Like this, you're not drowning anymore. This reminds me of, so I, I tried out EMDR like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Which, what does that stand for? Eye movement, blah, 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 rehabilitation, <laughs> something. Okay. But it, it's kind of the same thing where mm -hmm. like they, you're working with the therapist and they talk you through and you, they're sourcing, what, you know, they're, they're making you like unravel this traumatic event mm -hmm. and they get you back in that same moment in yeah, guided, time guided therapy. Yep. Yeah. And then you close your eyes and you get your mind on this certain train of thought. Like you're in the moment of that happening and then you open your eyes and then <laughs> I laugh about it because it did not work on me at all. <laughs> if anything, every single time I walked out of there, I was like, I was like aggro pissed off, mm. <clears throat> but I have friends that have sworn by it. So was it, was it were there uh, any chemical? No, it was literally dude. Too, too as well? Your yeah. eyes closed and the therapist is talking to you. All right. Are you back in that moment when your dad's like beating you and you're like, yeah, that wasn't it. But yeah, and then uh, you open your eyes and uh, you just go like this and you move. They move their fingers and then they tell you, close your eyes. Now, how do you feel? I'm like, I feel exactly the same as I did five months ago. Hokey. That sounds like something that the VA pays for. They're like, yeah, yeah. we'll send you to therapy. Sure. Here, we'll take but this I, cheap I, one. I seriously have friends that I trust that it has Helps. been progressive for them. So well, I think yeah. that's kind of the point that you are making earlier. Like mm -hmm. every client's going to be a little bit different. They'll yeah. respond to certain techniques or protocols, and some will respond to other ones, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've worked a little bit with hypnotherapy, too, so I've had helped could you that. hypnotize Matt right now? Um, Are you hypnotizing all of us? No, actually? her voice I don't is know. hypnotic. You tell me. <laughs> I suddenly feel like I'm having an out of body. I'm so relaxed. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm hypnotizing. I know right you now got you got that super like relaxing, raspy type of voice. Oh, dude, it's you guys saw soothing. you guys saw me uh, 24 minutes ago. I was spazzed out, and then we've just been sitting here with Erica, and suddenly I'm not spazzed out anymore. I'm okay. sorry, guys. I'm sorry I got that you. energy flow. I love you. You were knobbish. I was a little knobbish. I apologize. We'll talk about that Douche in a deep group therapy healing session. Mm, yeah. I could help you to go through that. All right. T tell us more about the <laughs> hypnotherapy. Um, that is kind of like what you were saying, um, but it's more you're in your consciousness. Um, I specifically would rather do like more Reiki on people. More what? Reiki, which is more of an energy healing and sense. Ooh. So when you're feeling bad or really awful in your body, I usually can actually feel when people are inflamed in areas. So it's more of like sending love and light into that area. So it helps kind of take away the pain. So how do, I do that on, on people's yeah, yeah, how, do, how do you do this? Yeah, we got to unpack this. <clears throat> Tell us the whole, the whole procedure. Well, it's a series of hand movements. Okay. Um, your eyes are usually closed. I take you through a series of breath work. And then Ooh, I just kind you're of resonating feel with me. that. Yeah. I like free diving. Free diving's my thing, so... Breathe You're into work. the breath work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's kind of with everything. That's another thing I always had to explain in the fitness industry is like, you forget to breathe like often. And you're like, no, like you actually need to breathe because that's what's going to help release the oxygen, get it out, get out the carbon. Like you got to go through this series of 
slowing down the heart rate, slowing down the organs and being able to just like come into a safe space. And I mean, it's kind of the same with walking. Like you're anxious, you're anxious, and then all of a sudden you're calm. And you just got to help yourself get there. I just got calm with when she said that. I, I read like, I read a book recently called Breath by James Nestor. Have you read it? Yeah, I have. So that's, it was so fascinating I read to that me one. because it talked about like how we have basically evolved these really big brains that have essentially messed up in everything else in our bodies, right? Cause like it's altered our craniofacial structure so much that it changes the way we breathe. And you guys can attest to this, there's an abundance of mouth breathers in the world, right? <laughs> but they say that mouth breathing Matt is like, us about one the it's like of the, the cause of so many issues. Mm -hmm. Do you notice that a lot with your clients? Mm -hmm. And if so, like, how do you help address these breathing problems? Because it is the root of a lot of, a lot of issues. Well, this is a secret I'm going to share, but I pay attention that the moment someone's sitting with me, I pay attention to how they're sitting, their body structure, their movements, their breath. Have you been analyzing us? Yeah, I... <laughs> Maybe. You should be a profiler. <laughs> she was acting so innocent while she was eating that donut. Yeah. I was like That's watching why she was so quiet over here. Yeah, over yeah for <laughs> real. She said I, um, that and all three of us started adjusting conversations. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm fine. Very well put together, yeah. an influential member of our community. <laughs> I've always been very in tune, and I've been very aware of my surroundings. So, like, I'll notice someone. They're like, "How did you even see that?" I'm like, "Oh, I saw that." I always see. I see way more than I should. Like, you know, when your mom explains, like, you don't understand why your mom knows what you're doing, and you always think your mom has eyes in the back of her head. I think I have eyes, like, everywhere. Like, You would make a great cop. Probably. With, with all your <laughs> nonverbal indicators on people's posture and then the vibe they're putting off. and Without worrying about embarrassing us, what was one thing you noticed? From the moment you walked in. No, please Ooh. don't don't not worry about embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, don't worry send about it. it. Full yeah. send. send it. Full send. Well, when I got in here, you had a lot of, I would say, in a polite way. Yeah. Um, the aura you were giving off was very pungent. energetic, very, very, very loose, butthole. angry. <laughs> it was pungent. <laughs> it was. It was a little like raw, I sour. So, I get so stressed out on these days. How can you not? I, I mean, know. you got the lights, the cameras, the action. People are. I mean, you're well, already telling me get in close to the camera. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, like, I, uh, I regularly have issues with control, um, and and this is so important to I me. I can tell. This is so important to me oh, because. Robert. Like, uh, so the other night I shared with these guys, like I got an unsolicited message from somebody who's going through military transition right now. Never heard of this person, don't know this person. And we've gotten it on numerous occasions where they're like, you have this little podcast, this little goofy thing that we're doing has changed my life for the better. And so when you have that sort of mantle, that type of responsibility, it, it for me, it's like we have to execute perfectly each and every time. So in that situation, mm. if you were my life coach, and you understand like how important this is to me and what it means to me, but I don't want to be in the red when I'm getting in here and making our guests feel yeah. uncomfortable or anybody that doesn't have as much interpersonal and self-awareness as you, what would you recommend for me? Well, to be fair, I wasn't uncomfortable. No, I, I know you weren't. Yeah. I could tell your energies and I knew that's exactly what it was. Um, often, I have a lot of clients that have that problem with feeling the need of control of everything. And I take it down step by step. So everything I do and I go through people, it's a baby step. And it starts with where your thought is coming from. So you just explained that person, I feel like I have to perform, I have to perform. So if you just like calm that down and take a space when you're in that motion and be like, oh, I'm starting to feel this anxiety or this anxious come on and take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> slow down, put yeah. your feet on the ground. 
and then think, oh, like I can take care of this situation. It's fine. It's really not as stressful as it needs to be. And actually, the calmer I am, yeah. the easier this process and the flow is going to work. Matt, Matt did a, a fun little hand gesture behind you. Yeah, take a breath of something. He said he, he, he did the indicated the smoke some marijuana. I mean, you can. It's, if a, you great, need. it's, a, it's a great segue and it's a great <laughs> question because then it also gives me the opportunity to pitch our new t shirts. Um, obviously there are going to be people who need some chemical assistance in, mm-hmm. in these things. What, what are, what's your take on that? Um, I Cause my guess agree. is you're, you're going to be like, Hey, do earth stuff before you go get, before you do a hundred percent. You were at yes. widespread. So yes, yeah. widespread, not wearing shoes. No. Yeah. I w- well, I was on the boat. I wasn't oh, going to wear shoes. Yeah, you're going to wear shoes on a boat. This is not practical. <laughs> unless, unless it's a yacht, then it's yeah. very appropriate. And you wear boat shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Sperry's. The fairies. Mm. So you're you're pro, you're pro that. Yeah, I am. Okay. I am definitely a pro of marijuana. I'm like, pro I of am psychedelics. A well, there's there's a lot of articles that are floating around specific to yes. military. You know, like um, I saw PTSD. PTSD. Any psychedelics? Right. Any earth, earth boundaries help. Canada Canada's doing a lot psilocybin. with uh, psilocybin and researching yep. all that stuff. Well, this so this shirt, the combat cocktail. Um, Chase and I, who's a business partner of ours, we've gotten real involved in the passing of Senate Bill 711, um, which would legalize medical cannabis for use for eight different diseases, and one of them is a disorder, PTSD. Mm -hmm. And so we put this shirt together, the combat cocktail, because colloquially, did I say that right? Yeah, colloquially. Good job, baby. (laughs) I'm stressing about that. That was why my energy was so high. I was worried about saying that word correctly. You got it. But um, when you get out of the military... My, my experience was I went to see a psychiatrist. I was like, hey, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm having mm-hmm. trouble getting up. I left 15 minutes later with two scripts, one for trazodone and one for Adderall. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I know, you know other guys, have they've layered in opiates on top of that too oh, yeah. as well. So like we call that the combat cocktail. You yeah. come back home, you're dealing with some stuff. Here's your uppers, here's your downers. And then everyone washes opiates. them all down with booze. And washes them all good. down with booze. And we want to ask ourselves, well, oh, we have the suicide problem. Well, duh. Yeah. Like, we're medicating people with things and then leaving them out on an island. So we we created this shirt as kind of our our fu back to the status quo. I love that. Of like, no, we're not doing the combat cocktail. We're 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 chilling. And so actually, if you buy this shirt, if somebody goes on our website and buys this shirt, a portion of the proceeds goes to Vaha, which is the Veterans Alliance for Holistic Alternatives. Um, just to send a nice message that we're not doing that anymore. And we want Senate Bill 711, obviously, to get passed. Yes. And it's a big part of our work. Same. because Yes, we want to <laughs> continue to explore those holistic options for people. Mm-hmm. And if Silly Sibin's next on the list, great. If licking a tree frog from Nicaragua yeah. can help, I, I would suppose that we would be pro that, you know too. How, you know how... Uh, incredible that is. Even Mon wants to do that. Lick the tree frog? She wants to do the, the, to do the tree frog. Hey, when are we going to do some ayahuasca? I was I'm just going to say that. that. I'm not going to do That's that. That's our whole nother spiritual journey. to talk about it. I don't like <laughs> No, I have no interest so. in ever no, trying that, that type terrible. of therapy. No? No. What is it? What does that do? Is it like peyote or something? It's, oh, it's a whole purging system. You take it and you really want someone to be around you. Okay. Um, they call them trip sitters. They're kind of like babysitters, but they're making the sure you're not any part of it. Does the person go by shaman? Like I am. A lot of people really? do. Um, it's honestly suggested because Hi, they're going to be like, yeah, my name is ocean air and they make sure that it's, your intentions are good. I mean, with any psychedelics, I say start it off with a great intention, go into it thinking you're going to have an amazing time. Um, just be positive. Mm-hmm. Think like, 
a good thought, a happy memory, and start it off good. My wife does some of that stuff with, with, with ketamine. She does guided therapy with ketamine, which I think we found out is a derivative of angel dust. They were, they were making angel dust and trying to make that an anesthesia. And then... Special K. Voila, yeah, special, special K, K. But now they actually use it medically, and it's... Sure. It's helping out a lot with guys with and gals with TBIs and PTSD because it regrows those neural pathways. But, um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to study hiawasa a little bit more and trip sitters and shamans and all that good stuff. <laughs> you can. You can? I'll or just you don't leave have it up to. to you. Yeah, or I don't have to. <laughs> well, let's get the cannabis thing through, and then we'll figure out. Yeah. And we'll lick toast. One thing we'll, at yeah, a time. We'll, we'll <laughs> lick toast. Uh, I want to do, do like a signal fire retreat in some exotic country where we just go lick toads. So is it Nicaragua? Did I get that right? Or is I it a Costa Rican tree it's, frog? It's somewhere, jo- somewhere. Josh Josh has it on the Googler. You can synthesize exactly what the chemical agent is in the toad. It's it's essentially DMT, but you can synthesize it. The spirit level. molecule. Mm. The spirit molecule makes yeah. you one with Not nature. Not to be confused with MDMA. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, everybody, that's Steven's Josh. on the hook. He's uh, he's interning right now for our new producer position. He doesn't know that he got it, so. <laughs> hey, welcome to the team, Yay! Josh. <laughs> Uh, All right, excellent. We're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back and finish up. But before we do, you've got to look into our boy Garrett Harrell from Southern Cross Leadership Solutions, sponsor and friend of Signal Fire Radio. He will help you build better leaders who build better teams, who build better communities. Go to southerncrossleadershipsolutions.com. Request more info if you're trying to improve the performance of your team. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Signal Fire Radio. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Ballyhoo shenanigans, all sorts of balderdash is happening over here. Yeehaws. Evan said he was coming for me today. I feel like I'm on watch. Guns hot. Guns hot. Listen, I'm going to give you a big hug. Big, big hug after this. I like hugs. Erica has helped me. I didn't hug you guys. I think that's a real part as to why I was aggro and angry. Had to do the I didn't give you guys release. a hug. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we yeah. walked into a barrage you of did. lead. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rounds coming I'm down so, range. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sometimes. you got to start it off with some love. So make that a part of you your routine often. Can you please can psychoanalyze you Rob? Inflammation anywhere? I mean, I can. It's in your head. It's in your <laughs> tongue. <laughs> Leave that, that to meningitis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be serious. Yeah, right? touch your chin to your chest check. for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's in my lower back. That's where I keep my inflammation, mm. and up here in my brachial plexus. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people she, hold stress there. She, she did. She did sense my inflammation in my shoulders. That's crazy. Evan, you said you had something. You yeah. What to you ask got? Her. Yeah. Send it. Um, well, I want to. I want to go back to when you were talking about like meditation and breath work. Yeah. I. I try my damnedest, mm-hmm. but I have a busy brain and it's mm-hmm. hard for me sometimes to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And I, I do like visualization to where the thoughts are bubbles and I just let them float away or it's like they're wisps of smoke. And Ooh, they, I can they float see away. that as you But how, how do you coach people into like slowing down and just not like going into your nothing box and meditating for a minute or five minutes? How do you, how do you develop that in people? Um, I start off small. So first of all, I get that question all the time. We have so much going on, women specifically. We have over-analytical brains where we're like, the highway is hot. So I like to say, start off small. So like maybe go into it for two minutes, just close your eyes. Start with the breath work. Um, Every day, work on it. It's just like riding a bike. So you just do a little bit more every day and add on. Um, To really quiet the mind, you just think of one 
positive thing. So for me, I love to explain closing your eyes and then imagining like a funnel coming from your mind. Like let's just say for instance, a funnel from heaven is bringing you just peace. Just focus on one thought and work on that every single day and the longer you'll be able to hold into the meditation. For me, I still, I mean like it's a journey. Like I still get in my head sometimes and I forget to be in the space. So it's more about just stop thinking about the things and say, I'm gonna stay in the present today. I'm gonna stay in this present moment and focus right on just relaxing. Mm. And if that's really still hard for you, just focus on your breath. Don't think about anything except how your body is moving, how your diaphragm is lifting. Think about your heart, slowing the heart rate down. Everything you're describing you is 100% the process to doing what's called your breathe up when you free dive. Yep. So you lay on top of the water, you do your breathe up, you're spotting your buddy who's shooting fish. When your buddy comes back up, you've oxygenated, you've dropped your heart rate. And the way I explain it to people that are new to free diving is basically tell your mind that you're trying to go to sleep as you're yeah. laying on top of the water. And there's a very systematic approach to how you do it, but mm -hmm. I am super Dude, in tune with... I hope I hope TK got it on the camera. I'm sure he did because he's a whiz, but your body language changed so dramatically when she was doing that. And then my body language changed so dramatically from your body language changed. So whatever. That was Anything funny. free diving tickles Matt's It does, so. it does. But but like Matt went for, like I just like saw him like sink in yeah. all of a sudden. The funnel from heaven is a good That's, visualization. Yeah, that, that kind of hit it's me. It's kind of like too. a beer bong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from That's a little bit different energy. Evan, do you really do you really put thoughts in bubbles and then watch them? Like what it? Yeah, that was a technique that I that I had read about. I yeah. think, and that visualization works for me. So okay. I, yeah, I imagine it as like a wisp of smoke, and and as it comes, it, yeah, I let it. Tell blow me how away. you tell me how you do. Like what what would a thought be? Just anything, anything that comes, you know, because I'll I'll try to meditate in the morning or in the afternoon, right. like after after a block of work, and it's impossible not to think about like what's coming next or or what you have to do in during that day. So instead of thinking about that, because I have the rest of the morning to think about that, I, I just let those thoughts come and then let them go. And like I used to be really bad about like he's so much better. Than I used so to be mature. bad about like, so, so like, much like getting mad at myself, like, oh why am I why can't I just focus on my breath? You know, but it's like when you just let the let the bubbles kind of float away or mm -hmm. let the smoke just wisp away. Dude, and I will say when I started getting like when I started really getting to know who Evan is at the core, he you you independently made a decision years ago that I don't like who I am because you used to be like We're this angry. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, yeah. but he slick uh, back hair, Evan. In it, yeah, oh, in his, in his yeah. early army days, he was like this angry ball of fury. Just as we all were. Just man. the chippiest chip yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah. But I mean, you you took deliberate steps to change yourself, and now you just like emanate this aura of goodness. I embrace the wholesome, the but not bulbous. Lifestyle. Not a bulbous. Not aura. a bulbous. No. <laughs> so what? Is, so so that actually thing. that actually really kind of segues me into the next thing I wanted to talk about was that. We talk a lot about like post-traumatic growth and that how your traumas and your experiences do shape you, but you can use them to shape you positively. Mm -hmm. In your experience, do you think that we ever like recover from trauma? Like, do we get rid of it and leave it behind? Or do we, do we always hold it and just learn how to deal with it? I think it can depend on both and it depends on your narrative. So if you want to release that trauma, you can. But if you don't want to, you just don't take the steps and it holds on you. But I think no matter what the situation is, as long as you're taking that trauma and you're passing on that knowledge to someone else and explaining your experience for someone else, you're helping someone else go through it. 
So you're, you are your story. And anytime you have that trauma and you, and if you are willing to share, you're going to be a light for someone else. Mm. So that's what I've done with my traumas. Anything that I thought that I was not ready to talk about, I realized, no, actually, there's someone that needs to hear that. So as much as it's my pain and my trauma, I know I can help someone through that. So that actually reminds me back to what you were Uh-oh, saying. I'm back on the hot seat again. No, just when you're explaining that person said, hey, your show has done so much work for me. And then you're, you are feeling like pressure of I got to be perfect. Well, it doesn't have to be. Nothing is perfect in this life. We are humans. We are just an experience. Like, but to know that as long as you're showing up every day, you're showing up for someone else. Right. You're giving your gift away so someone else can hear what they need to hear. I don't come in every day because I'm like, there's not every day I want to be like, I want to work today. Right? <laughs> but I'm like, no, it's not about me. It's about that person that needs to hear it or needs to hear the sweet words I've said. And that's what makes my impact. That's what makes me and motivates me is because someone, even if it's one person or if it's a million, they needed to hear whatever I had to say. Mm -hmm. And it might not have been anybody or it could have been somebody. I got a lot to unpack. All that, I think, uh, comes from me like feeling I always have to be on time. If I'm behind by like four or five minutes, I turn into a mess. Turn into an absolute mess. It was it was because I didn't have the keys. If I had the keys and we were down here and I was, um, we're not going to relitigate. Yeah, all you're that. going down a downward spiral. Excuses. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Um, let's let that let's float spend, away. What? Yeah, I'm just going to put it in a bubble. There you go. Yeah, it's very release it. Fugazi, fugazi, <laughs> it's gone. You're no longer in that moment, but anytime you talk about it, you're reliving that yeah, past. Yeah. So just stay in the present. Well, let's uh, two minutes before we just ask you about the elephants, um, and we have a little bit of fun to end the show. Um, is there a benefit to not holding on to trauma, but making it, not getting rid of it completely, making it a part of your story. Is there any benefit to that? Is it going to be different based on the individual? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because it's still, it's who you are and how you see things. So it's all about your experience. So when you have the trauma and the pain, it changes every narrative, right? Every person has a completely different perspective because they've gone through a different culture, different background, a different trauma. Mm -hmm. It makes you who you are. So in a sense, like your trauma is also the best part about you because it helps you see you have to go through all of the pain to feel all of the beautiful things and understand. It's the balance that makes things and, notion. and going back to Evan, I think Evan's a perfect example of that because he had a pretty volatile yeah. and unkind upbringing. And I feel like that's formed how good of a father you are. Had to crack some eggs to make this omelet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're, you're a great dad. Thank you're you. a great dad. He's an awesome dad. We love your kids. Good dads an too. awesome dad. And awesome um, Eloise looks like a God mix bless. of Moana and Lilo. <laughs> she acts like Darn a mix of Moana kid. and Lilo. Yeah. Darn cute <laughs> and Stitch. And Stitch. <laughs> All right, we're going to hold hands and we're going to do a drum circle after this. <laughs> Bring out the toads, Josh. So, so, uh, so last little bit, uh, Erica, last question. Uh, as I was mm-hmm. getting ready for today, um, I was perusing your social media, social media stalking you, and you post a lot about elephants, don't you? I do. What's with the elephants? I just love them. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is going to sound kind of woo-woo, but they're like kind of like my spirit animal. Okay. They always just bring me immense joy when I see or think about them. They're very, very intelligent creatures. Um, I like to, people be like, well, why do you like the elephant? And I always explain it's because of their wisdom. 
They are smart creatures. They've been around a long time. Their paths alone are based off of how they can feel the ground and the movement, and they find their paths home. Yeah, and and uh, and we we had an elephant in the studio, right there. <laughs> oh, you just lost the tusk. <laughs> oh no, I lost the paper tusk. How did how did our our little elephant, our little student ele- studio elephant, make you feel? Oh, it lit me up as soon as I saw it. It yeah. was like a happy piece. Evan, if you had <laughs> to pick a spirit animal for yourself, what would it be? A gorilla. Gorilla. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? It's Matt. the most. It's yeah, the most powerful animal. Why does that make? Why does that make sense? I. It's just a he, part of my gift. Yeah. Well, he's wearing a shirt that says Ape Man, so <laughs> it's almost like you telegraphed it. It's I, subconsciously aware. <laughs> you can't plan this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't pick my nickname, which you can't do, right? Muscle so, hamster. I yeah. Know. I know. Which you're, sucks. No, you. You're not a hamster. Obviously, not, it wouldn't not. be your spirit animal. No. What about you, Matt? If it was terrestrial, it would be terrestrial. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I was comparing ocean and land. Monkey or like a bluefin tuna fish? I don't, mm. I don't hate the bluefin tuna. Yeah, I like yeah. the tuna. Wicked tuna. Wicked tuna. <laughs> yeah, wicked. I love it. I love it. Erica, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, they want to use your professional services, where should they go? Um, uh, my phone number is 910-660-9125, or you can head to my website. It's ericastillman.com. That is not an open invitation to text to text Erica about anything, right? That's Truth. for professional. Yeah, if that happens, yes. we will find you. You we will just we'll have you blocked. Yeah, <laughs> we actually we actually serve as like the gatekeeper because we have a lot of a lot of young ladies, professional ladies in our network, and they send us screenshots of the messages that some people send, and it's like not foul, bad. yeah, foul. Do Unreal. not do that. So we publicly shame them. So if that we happens, that. you send it to us, and we will publicly shame them too as well. So, well, I hope you had fun. I had a great time. We Thanks enjoyed for having, having me. you. Matt, Evan, anything you guys want to say? I really love your voice. You have, yeah, I know. You have a very soothing voice. Oh, I was Thank thinking, you know you. that Calm app? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that? Oh, yeah, for should, sure. You should be you like narrate, reading yeah. storybooks on, on the Calm app. Yeah, I've used totally. that. Totally. I'm actually reading a great book right now by Malcolm Gladwell, and he, he uh, narrated it. I don't know the name voice. of the book. We'll put it in the show notes. I thought his voice was going to be way worse than what it was. He's got a great he's got voice. A killer voice. Canadian, Jamaican. Yeah, just soothsayer. Bomber yeah. Mafia. That's what it's called. It's called Bomber Mafia. It's <laughs> Never really heard good. Of it. It's about a B twenty nine unit in World War Two. Oh, I saw something Ooh. shiny. I saw something. Oh, okay, oh, let's go. Oh. All right, all right, Evan. Anything else to add before we go, bud? No, thanks, Eric. Right. This was cool. Thanks. Super cool. And you've given me some some uh, homework, I guess. Good. Yeah. And I love, love you too, very much. I'm sorry for being a poop butt earlier this week. I accept your butt. apology, yes. Robert. Also See, accept. and doesn't it feel better it when you release does. it? It does. It feels so much better. But I really want to get the hug in. All right, so that's going to do it for <laughs> us here on this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out and strengthen your mind. No, I did it wrong already. Feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. And go be a Signal Fire in your community. We'll talk to you next time. Catch new episodes weekly and be sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe now and become a signal fire in your community.